Extra Life unites thousands of gamers around the world to play games in support of their local Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Since its inception in 2008, Extra Life has raised more than $40 million for sick and injured kids. Visit geektherapy.com slash extra life to learn more and join us on November 7th in raising funds to help kids. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Oswald Cardona, and I'm joined by Lynn Keller. Hey. And Laura Taylor. Hey. Laura, it's your turn this week. Um, so I beat Ghosts of Tsushima. Uh, what, two, day, two days ago? That's how did, they say it in the did game. You did you settle on Tsushima? Did you settle on Tsushima? It's Tsushima. Good. That's what I've been saying. I'm just, just saying. It's Tsushima. <laughs> I just remember sushi. Come on. <laughs> Sushima. Sushima. Um, and I thought that the game did this has this really cool mechanic. A couple of actual a couple of them actually. So the first one, throughout the game, there's these uh hot springs that you stop at and you, you try to find them all and it help, like increases your health bar. But every time and people think this is funny because he gets completely buck naked. And gets in in the hot spring. It's a hot spring. You don't go. It's in. a hot spring. Yeah. You don't go in 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 your armor, right? Right. Exactly. Um, but you go in, and it gives you a couple of options on things to reflect on while mm. you're in the hot spring. And hmm. he sits there and he relaxes in the hot spring, and that's essentially how you get your health restored, or you add the health like you're trying to reflect on the things that have happened to you or the the like people that you meet um your past uh childhood all of that um so when you say it thought, gives you an option to it gives you two options oh, that, okay. to choose from okay. and each time you can pick one of oh. them so it'll be like reflect on my uncle or okay. reflect on a warrior's burden Um, and another interesting piece. So from another thing that you collect, because they have all these different locations that you can collect around, like you, and it gives you various upgrades through the game. But one thing is, um, you can go around and get cosmetic, um, headbands by doing haikus, like writing haikus. And that process in the game is really cool. And that's what I really want to focus on. So in the game, you go to the haiku and it's, you kneel on this mat and it's this beautiful view in front of you. And a haiku is a three part, three sentence poem. And for each part, it'll give you a scene and then little dots around the screen to focus on. And you pick the words for each one. Um, So it'll give you, you'll be looking at a scene with like, water like a lake in front of you in a tree and one will one sentence will focus you on the water like the stillness of the lake or something and then the the tree it'll be like growing from the ground and then there will be um focusing on the sun or the leaves like you can shift around and you build a haiku that way and it gives you that haiku on your um on on the headbands when you're looking in the uh the inventory it'll give you it'll show you your haiku that you created hmm. and it goes through this process there's this, this like peaceful music while you're going through it and you can sit and reflect and think about what you want the haiku to be um and when i was talking to friends about this game uh 
we talked about how, and I don't know how accurate it is, but samurai were supposed to have created haiku as a way to process the trauma of war or whatever. They probably wouldn't have called it that back then, but like the, the burden, the warrior's burden that he was on. I don't know if it's actually true, but I think it's a good metaphor for these warriors being honorable and, and focusing on their code, but also this particular samurai in, in the game, he plays the flute and he focuses on meditation and um, and writes these haikus. And they encourage you throughout the game to write haikus. And it's just really cool to reflect. Mm. Um, and for me, one of them helped me process something going on in my life. Mm. So right now in California, we're, we're getting things under control, but uh, we're on fire. <laughs> um, and... Last week, I was really stressed out because my summer camp uh, that I grew up going to every year, this is where I became who I am, uh, was about a thousand feet from the fire line from one of those fires. And it yeah. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was pretty inconsolable most of the week thinking my childhood was going to burst into flames. Yeah. One of the parts of the game, there's a point where... The Mongols are invading Japan. This is the, the story. And one part, they've burned down a, a, an area, like a forest and, and a town there. And one of the haikus you do, you sit there and reflect on, and each of the haikus has a reflect on loss or reflect, reflect on strength, reflect on perseverance. This one was reflect on ruin. Hmm. Um. And you're looking at the charred ground, the trees that have been burned, the fire itself. Um, and what I picked up, and this is the haiku I created for this, was destroying our past, breathe deeply in the despair, accepting our fate. Whoa. <laughs> um and that one took me a long time. I went through all the options several times. I wish I had written down all the different options there were for it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. somebody has created <laughs> in a walkthrough or something yeah, uh, yeah. all the all the different options. But it was just so like I just had at the end of it, I was like, I can't do anything. If if the fire burns my camp down, I will have to accept whatever happens. And yeah. um I will be very sad and yeah. I don't know who I would be without that place. And I would mourn the people who would not get to be there anymore, but it was just this amazing experience of holy shit. I'm worried about this camp of mine and this home. This place has been my home burning. And here I am playing a game where he's dealing with these invaders burning, not his home, but his people's home. Yeah. Can oh. you can you read it again? Yeah, I can pull it up again. Um so th this is the one that for reflect on ruin, destroying our past, breathe breathely deep uh, deeply breathe. Now, yeah, I'll start over again. Destroying our past, deeply breathe in the despair, accepting our fate. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, so this is like on your mind for days. 
you sit down and you play the game and this is what what comes up mm-hmm. destroying yeah. our past damn yeah yeah uh, it was yeah. it was uh it, it on the, in the one hand it's a very it's kind of dark but it's also like gives you some kind of sense of release and like yeah hope well well like like even like the bre- <laughs> like the breathe in despair is like you've got to take it in right it's like mm-hmm. this is like mm-hmm. and that's normal right like you're you're not supposed to feel happy about it you're not gonna like it's normal to feel despair if something like that were to happen like it didn't happen in this particular case right for you we're sitting with your experience like in in the game mm-hmm. tons of stuff has happened to the to the character right in the game oh, yeah and but for you it's like oh man like this is this is really like damn but like you breathe in the despair like yeah like we've gotta you could avoid it or you could just take it in and like process it and 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 then eventually right it's like this isn't a haiku takes 10 seconds to read that's not how fast the process is but then at the end of it that's not how fast it is to create it like i mean i'm sure there are some people who play the game and are like this one this one this one i just want the headband but it was it was the game prompted me several times to stop and reflect and think and i definitely i made the choice to think about the things that i was choosing to go through um i pulled up another example of one that i that i did was um Reflect on loss. So eyes that saw my pain, a fate neither of us want. This is where we part. I'm going to have to mute myself for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 These are, um, yeah. I mean, going back to that, the the first one about the, Mm the, like at the end, it's like, I think at the end of it, right? Like there's acceptance of what happened, you know, like that's eventually yeah. you get to the point that you have to accept. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes the not getting to accept it is, is it's hard. Like that's the struggle, right? Like sometimes that's the thing. That's the, the, the problem or yeah. the issue is like, we don't want to accept what happened and being able to sit with it. It's not easy. It's not, it's not, it's not comfortable, but only like when you get to that point that you can accept, like it happened, it sucks, but it, but mm-hmm. it happened. Yeah. 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 And then like and then now the second one that you just hit. Uh yeah. And yeah. Then... There's there's other ones that I wish I had I wish I'd picked a couple more. There's one that's like about strength and perseverance and like a lot of it is these things, the, the, on... these haikus are like hitting uh they're like hitting Link in the face. Get a good get a positive <laughs> yeah. one. Get, get I know, an uplifting one. I know. <laughs> like I'm trying I'm trying to think of what there's a good one that was about I didn't Link, break are you okay? that one down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but there's there's some ones that are like focusing on like strength or perseverance. Like I said, like being able to find inner strength in it. It focuses on like the strength of the tall trees that grow and how they last longer than us kind of thing. Or um the ocean waves constantly beating against the rocks and that kind of thing. Just ways to to focus on our on ourselves and how the world around us is. It was it was just really cool that they included that in the game and in the middle of this hack and slash like blood everywhere, bodies getting cut in half. It gives you this time to sit and reflect. And yeah. it was reflecting my world back to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, there's so many, we talk about this all the time, right? Like, but taking the time to reflect and even like the whole geek therapy thing is like, oh, like take the time to think about these things that affected you. You felt something. If we take the time to sit with it and reflect on it, there's something there about it, right? Like there's some, there's some feeling it's, it's meaningful. We can, we can kind of process that. And the idea that this game is, I mean, you're kind of, are you forced to do these reflections? You don't have to, right? There are, there's at least one you have to do. Right, right. But the, and then does the haiku give you any upgrades or just the, the it bandanas? gives you vanity. It gives you vanity, okay. the bandanas, okay. but it, they look so cool. Do any of, but some of the bandanas have um, perks, though, right? Do any of the haiku ones give you perks? I'm not sure if any. I I can go. Mm, I don't think the haiku ones give you perks. Okay. 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 Um, but looking cool. But they is, look is, is really. Good. They look really cool. There's one. Yeah. There's some that like the one that's reflect on death. It's like a a um, white bandana with blood across it. Um, there's one yeah. that's. Uh, that I really liked that was a black bandana with some cool designs on it that was strength. Okay. Um, I think okay. I've mostly been wearing the one since I got it. I wore the yeah. the one that's ruin the headband of ruin. Um, okay. and that was the. It looks really cool. <laughs> it's black with some red on it. Okay. But it's also the one that meant the most to me in the game. Hmm. hmm. Wow. Yeah, the again. So, so the the act of reflecting is something that I we we don't do often, and sometimes when it happens, like the ref, like that process takes us by surprise and it hits us hard, mm-hmm. right? Like you weren't expecting it. Like you're you're playing you're playing Ghost of Tsushima to disconnect to do something different, right? To <laughs> to to play like you love this game. You've been talking to, I'm gonna to me about it. I'm going to be a samurai. I'm going to run around and yeah. hack and slash and. <laughs> Even then, I th- I had done so many haikus by the time I got to this one that hit yeah. me. So I kind of knew all of them made me think some, but this one was just like oh, right in the feels. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that only happens if you take the time to reflect, right? Which is which right. is kind of what I, what I'm getting at. And and I still I still like the thing that the hot springs does, where it makes you reflect on an on a, on on something also. But mm-hmm. then at the end of it, you're actually stronger and literally more resilient right right it's like right so so if you don't take the time to reflect on the things that are happening to you you're not going to learn from them so in the game you're literally reflect reflecting on your experiences and that has a tangible effect inside the game where you yes literally become more resilient because your 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 life bar grows so you can take Mm -hmm. more damage ah i fucking love that (laughs) that is so Mm -hmm. good that is so Mm -hmm. good (laughs) that is really good I mean, we talk about taking the time to reflect all the time. Um, even like uh, we, we joke about the GT library. We don't take the time to just sit down and do it. I've been binging through Naruto lately and they've been like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this entry. And then I'm like 12 episodes in and I'm like, I know there was a library entry I wanted to do, but I have no idea what episode it was or what it was about because I didn't take the time, you know? And so, and, and it always, it always hurts when I, when I do that. So finally last week, there was one where I was like, okay, no, I need to stop right now. <laughs> I need to reflect on this. I'm going to write it down so hopefully other people can 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 see it. But we don't do that, right? Like we're we're binge watching, we're we're moving from one thing to another and we don't take the time to to reflect. So we don't take the time to on, on the one hand process, but mostly mm-hmm. I think we don't take the time to learn, like learn what it 
even just like the whole process of processing <laughs> is is a learning experience like you're going through it and you're like oh wait a minute this is why i feel that way this is what happened i kind of understand better or i or, or maybe maybe i don't understand and maybe i need something else that i can go to and if you don't take the time to do that it just it just it's not going to happen or I you could sit and go yeah if you don't take the time to re to reflect you can binge watch a show that is like i don't know like I, I bring back my Grey's Anatomy 13 season binge. I think I'm gonna die from everything afterward. Of course I'm gonna think that. I didn't stop and reflect on like maybe I'm not gonna get this horrible disease that is very rare just because I saw it on a show. <sighs> I mean that yeah. that's a good example of like, oh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get this rare disease and then you keep and then you just that's all you took away from it. And then you keep going away. And the next time it comes up, you're like, oh, that's th that rare disease I'm afraid I'm going to die from. But like, you could have taken a moment and like Googled it, right? And be like, oh, there's mm -hmm. like a 0.001% chance of like, oh, that's a made up disease. That's not even real. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. That's not what it is at all. Yeah. Your skin really doesn't turn blue and your, and your, and your, and your blood turns green and, <laughs> and your toes that explode. That's not the way it works. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the fact that we have some kind of me like such a people talk about how violent video games are, and this game is pretty damn violent. But being forcing you to stop and think about what is going on for the character in the story, and if it pulls on strings of what you're feeling too, like yeah. it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's so cool. I I love the way that it does it, and it actually says reflection. There are other games that do similar things that I'm thinking of. Can either of you think of a game, games that do something like this? That encourage you to reflect on stuff? Well, even just like narratively in the game as a, as kind of as a mechanic. Okay. So mechanically, not Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. Okay. I would say that, um, uh, what Remains of Edith Finch comes Ooh. to mind. Mm -hmm. How? I would How so? say that um, Braid comes to mind. Mm. Yeah. Um, how do? How does? How does? Um, what Remains of Edith Finch do it? I think the way that they made a whole bunch of different ways to engage with the game, but it's all only ever the two sticks and one button. Mm -hmm. um, if you sit and, and reflect on the actions that you are doing within that game and realizing, like, that's all in your head because everything that you're doing, you're just pressing an A button over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and that that can be a um especially when when put with its narrative it has a lot of extra meaning and the game itself sort of encourages you to take that time to engage with it like for example in, in the beginning of the game as you are walking up to the house and you're getting audio narration but it is also appearing in front of you in text as you move through space and then like disappears as you pass by it. And so it's this way of sort of combining the two of them, uh, mechanic and, and narrative encourages 
like that kind of reflection to actually pay attention to what you're doing, not just try and get from point A to point B as quickly as possible, which a lot of other games do yeah. encourage. Um, Bray- the, ga- the game itself <laughs> is also like you're learning about your family's history mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. memories, right? So you, you're going and you're in many ways, like your family's all messed up and you have no idea why. You left when you were a kid. You don't know why things are the way they are. So you go back and you play through, in some cases, uh, just the written version of of things that happened, right? That aren't necessarily accurate, but it's like the way that things are remembered and you get to play through all of these uh, past experiences. So there is a reflection there. Like you're taking the moment, you're living through these past moments to kind of paint a picture of, of, of your entire family and what's going to happen. And, and and the way that the game sets up moving into these different spaces with different vignettes, like further deepens that because they are literally, they put space in between each of these rooms where it's like, when you are in this room, you are engaging with this story and yeah. then there there is a space and you move into another story and then you have to sit mm-hmm. there and reflect on like how do these pieces fit together and that's sort of like the the participatory aspect um yeah. which i think is a big part of um with the haikus in ghosts of tsushima um i don't know how they generated the haiku pieces but i th- i think that that is like a mechanic that really understands that for something to be like truly emotionally impactful, the you, it has to be participatory. The person has mm-hmm. to be engaging with it on their own, yeah. um, for it to have meaning. Yeah, is it? It is a meaning making process, and so having that be a mechanic that is in your game where you're like, this is why it is here is for the the player to have a moment to reflect and literally make meaning is like. Mm. Chef's kiss, beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What about Braid? You mentioned Braid. Um, it's been a really long time since I've played Braid, so I do not remember all of the nitty details. It's getting but... remastered and coming out early next year. <sighs> oh boy! Um, <laughs> it, it it has the game is very much a narrative that you are not really meant to understand until you have worked your way all the way through the mechanics of the game. And the mechanics are all about time and movements. Also putting pieces together, right? It's literally, you're literally building this puzzle. (laughs) Piecing things together and um, things about, you know, perspective. Uh, They have all the, the star stuff whereas constellations and and finding the hidden star on on the levels and everything like that is another way where it's sort of like video games and stories allow us to look at things really really close up and really really far away and that gives you the person experiencing it space to sort of move around in there and figure out what what is meaningful to you what what you think the creators were trying to say is meaningful if you agree with that or not yeah um and you know hopefully that fits with like the physicality of playing the game where like that kind of aspect adds to it i mean 
for me, that was Edith Finch. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I think about rolling down the hill as a shark and then turning into an owl. And I'm just like, hmm, <laughs> that was, that was so good. That was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are some, there are some similarities between these two games that I hadn't thought of, but Braid also, like, in the game, you can kind of, you're getting a do-over in a sense, right? Like you constantly get to control time and like move back and forward and make sure that you do things just right as you're moving forward. But really Mm -hmm. you're piecing, you're putting together these puzzles and there is a story that is being told and it is until the end that you realize, oh, and it's really like the the main character of the game is kind of, the way I've always seen it is like, oh, he's, he's looking back on a situation that he didn't understand and now he's, you have to play through it to be able to understand it. It's like, it, it is a very active, um, I, I think reflection has to be active, right? Like it's not a passive mm-hmm. experience. Like you can even having the, that's what I think that even like when you can, you see a piece of media that doesn't matter to you, like it just doesn't resonate. Like it just goes past you. Like it, that's it. But when you feel it like, Oh, now you're connected to it. Now there's something happening. And then you can take that next step to like process. And then, and then yeah, it becomes an active thing. Oh, those are great mm-hmm. examples. Any any other games that you can think of? I'm thinking it's not quite the same, but Life is Strange, mm. I think, prompts the player to reflect in those tough decisions that you have to make, the ones that you can't take back. Do you have a timer? Um, I forgot in Life is Strange. Do you have a timer or do you just get to sit with no, this? Sometimes. No, sometimes. So yes, sometimes, there, but, the, but there's there that are one big one choices yeah. sprinkled about where they are on a timer where okay. you need to make a decision quickly. Um, they are usually used like very intentionally that you do not have the time to just sit and reflect on it. Like they are adding extra anxiety Tension. to that yeah. <laughs> intention to that scene. Um, but most of them aren't, right? But uh, yeah, many many of them. Is like you can just rewind and just sit there on the on the choice is like X or forever and just like ah oh, what do I do what do I do and it's just like hmm I, you know, I'm thinking I'm, I'm gonna Google what what, it, what the answer is I'm gonna pull up the IGN walkthrough and it's just like the the diegetic like bird noise in the background repeating while the game's like are you still there <laughs> right did you right. leave <laughs> but there are certain ones that are like. I'm thinking specifically without any types of spoilers other than the euthanasia one. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I sat there and, and it took a long time yeah. to reflect and choose. That's the one I remember um, too. Cause I was like, I just like, I had to get up. I walked around. I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think I'm going to be able to redo this one. Uh, and that my, and that says a lot about what might happen if you were faced with that decision in real life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't always get to step away from the controller for a second and <laughs> think about what you're going to do. Oh, yeah. I think that that was also extra impactful within the game itself. The the chapters is like, because like we said before, it's like sometimes you had time to think about it and sometimes you didn't have as much time. And sometimes mm-hmm. you could rewind really far back and sometimes you could only rewind a little bit back. Um having the game in the first two chapters sort of building up that like 
not feeling totally sure about when you're going to have control versus when you're not going to have control and then getting to that point and then just absolutely sitting there and being like, it's all you, baby. It's like that timing (laughs) is also really excellent within the, within the, you know, the whole game. Uh Yeah. 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 But that was definitely a moment where I was like, I need to think about what I want. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 that's interesting um on a very simple in a very simple sense uh the early resident evil games like to save you literally had to like it was a typewriter so mm-hmm. it was like i mean it didn't let you like write it all out but like narratively it's like you need to write down everything that you did like you need you need an ink ribbon mm-hmm. and you need to go to <laughs> to a typewriter and write down everything you did that's how you save um your progress um, Dark Souls games, right? They have the the fireplace where you go to. Like that's a whole bunch of stuff happens, but it doesn't matter until you get to that fireplace <laughs> and you take a moment and you rest. And it isn't, you know, it's like kind of there. And and, and I thought of that one because in uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, there you're literally meditating, meditating, mm-hmm. right? So you go you go into a meditation circle, you sit down and to meditate, and that is where you um, you actually not only just save your progress, but it's the only place where you can do upgrades too. It's like even if you've all the experience that you've gained, you can't do anything with it until you come to a meditation spot and just like get into that you know get into that zone, take a moment for yourself, and then you can actually actually meditate. And even more so in that game, you can, there are all these things that you've forgotten, right? Narratively in the game, you had all these skills and you completely forgot what they were. But then it isn't until you, like, you have to have these memories that are triggered by different things in the environment that then once you relive that memory, you can learn from them and, like, relearn the thing that you had forgotten. So it takes, you're definitely remembering, reflecting on that experience, remembering your master, and kind of, I mean, again, in the game, it, the idea is that you, like, the, the 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 trauma is so much that you, like, completely block that part out of your mind. So you're, you're progressing through that, through this meditation, through this reflection. And it's like, oh, and, and it comes in very interesting moments. Um, but it's, it, again, it's that you take the time to reflect and then, boom, you have an upgrade. You have a new Jedi power. <laughs> mm-hmm. But only until until you take the time to, to reflect on it. Yeah. Yeah, those 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 came to mind, especially like Jedi Fallen Order and um, and Ghost of Tsushima seem to be like the most the ones that I can think of that most directly, like the metaphor is just super <laughs> super clear, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, take you need to take a break because like most games don't do that, right? Like most games you, you just save and that's it. Most games you you can upgrade at any time. But I I love the the story aspect of that. Right. This actually, I mean, there are plenty of games where you save it at, at an inn, like you mm-hmm. rest at an inn. Oh, that's and true. That's true. Back. Tons of RPGs. These yeah. though, it's more direct. Like rather than just saving and your hit points come back, you are reflecting and gaining extra health, or you're reflecting and you're gaining your jedi you're meditating and you're getting your jedi new jedi skills or upping your skill points in different things Mm -hmm. or um you know making sure you're you're ready to face 
whatever monsters so that if you die you can come back to that meditation point and and face those monsters again yeah um but yeah there are plenty of games where you you save it as at a, your save points are are inns or campfires and you rest there yeah. um in those right like you recoup. specifically you get a um what's it called um like you can save in different places and then you just save your progress but if you save at an mm-hmm. inn it's like i don't know like you rest and so you get all your healing back you get all your mana back you get all your whatever uh is uh is in the game you get you get all your magic and your and your health back yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are. Man, I I hope this is a continuing trend. I really really like mm-hmm. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a cool. These mechanics are really cool, and like they're using them in like cool. I don't know, different interesting ways, and they can keep doing that. Like yeah, yeah. Who knows if samurai actually reflected <laughs> on things when they wrote haiku, but. It was, it was just really cool to sit and do that and have this peaceful singing music in the background and a beautiful picture of of nature to look at, like, and move around the screen and just like, oh, it was yeah. great to do that. It was great to do that. The, and like, if we're, if we're to use this practically, right? Um, like for mm-hmm. you, you literally wrote this haiku the experience was peaceful and maybe that was part of it, right? Like you had to be in that kind of state of mind, had to be already relaxed because you're playing a game, you know, you're, you're in mm-hmm. haiku mode and then that haiku hit you. Right. And I was like, right. Oh, okay. I'm feeling something that maybe, you know, it's better to feel it this way than <laughs> right. And reflect on it this way than, than um, staring at the map and the line moving on the, on the map. Um, right. That's one way. Right. And, yeah. And so like, which is what I was doing. Yeah, Every exactly. Day. Before, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so like the, I think I think the the practical use of the of the metaphor, right, is like especially a game that is so popular um, as as Ghost of Tsushima right now is like okay, like have you have you played this game? Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean reflecting on my thing? What do you mean like taking time to process? It's like, hey, it's just like, have you seen the game? Have you seen Ghost of Tsushima? Oh yeah, yeah. I've played and then this, I, I I take reflection. That's when I that's when I can you know become more resilient. That's when I can become this. It's like mm-hmm. oh, that's exactly what we're talking about doing. How can you do that for real? How can you take the time to do that in your own life? And that's where that's where it can be super useful. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. On November 7th, the Geek Therapy community is participating in the annual Extra Life Marathon, where we play games for 24 hours to raise funds for Children's Miracles Network hospitals around the world. Since 2008, Extra Life has raised more than $40 million for sick and injured kids. If you want to help out, you have two options available at geektherapy.com slash extra life. First, you can join our team called Rare Candy, which Lara has been running for eight years, and raise funds from family and friends and play on November 7th. Or you can donate right now to any member of Rare Candy. On November 7th, Geek Therapy will be streaming live for 24 hours on Twitch at twitch.tv slash geektherapy as we continue to raise funds on game day. Visit geektherapy.com slash extra life to learn more, join our team, or donate. Thank you, and I hope to see you on November 7th. Oh, so, so can we geek out a little bit about Ghost of Tsushima, if that's okay? I, I'm, like, I'm cool with that. I, yeah, I just beat the game. I'm down. I know, I know. Like, I, ge- I geeked out with some clients about it this week. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, it was like, so good. Like, like how, does, how does that work? How did that, how did that go? <laughs> how did that go? Oh, well, both of us, because... 
without spoiling things, there's at the end there is a a choice that okay. you make. Okay. And me and my clients made very different choices. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good to hear how the other way ended. <laughs> um yeah. and it it was also good to hear how the story impacted the, the these clients of mine. Um and the it definitely the story impacted me like i said the fires in the thing in, in the in the forest and the homes in the forest that definitely impacted me um there were some key moments that i'm like oh that's that's so sad and so hard remember at the um, beginning when we i, I played it I was I'm, I've I've been super excited about this game finally coming out, and then mm-hmm. like I do with most games, I start playing them and then I stop, and then <laughs> I don't play. Yeah, I don't right. get very far. But I remember us talking uh, at the beginning. It's like, oh, we're playing through this part where like all these villagers are sick, and they're mm-hmm. and they're dying. And it was like we were still early in the in quarantine. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, this is. This but is weird. in that case, you get a chance to help them. It's true. It's true. And heal them. Yeah. And gain some some control over it, um, yeah. but the game is so it's so good. Yeah. It is it is. I think I told you I've beaten two games now in two months, and that's unheard of for me. Unbelievable. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake and this, uh, and it's amazing. It kept my attention. So many things to do, <laughs> but not too many things to do, like Witcher Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, I thought it was really well written and there's been articles about how it takes some historical liberties at that time period. Like samurai would not be fighting with katana and wearing that kind of armor, but they have had historians, um, from Japan come in and say, like, they have said, you've done a good job with these, yeah. Things to make the game more fun. Yeah. You've done a good job of depicting the time period. Yeah. I read an I read an article. I wish I knew who the quote was from. Um but they were saying like I can't believe that a that an American studio did Japan better than 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 we have, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's such a love letter to specifically like Kurosawa films, right? And it's like it's mm-hmm. like it is it is giving attribution one hundred percent. Like there's a mode called Kurosawa mode in it, right? So so that Nina, the game Nina's been playing it. She switched to the color version for a bit because it's harder yeah. to do it in black and white. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, and it's designed to, to look exactly like a Kurosawa film, right? So it's it's got like it's the in black and white. It's grainy. The the sound is like mono and like a little muffled, right? So it's it's it sounds like an old movie. It's just it's just a love letter. I don't know. I've I've been thinking lately about um, the ideas, and this is completely unrelated. But the idea of um, appropriation versus appreciation, mm-hmm. right? And I think this is an example of like, yeah, it's like it's an American studio making a game, but it's like, I think it's appreciative, right? Like, like mm-hmm. there's there's like, literally they called it a Kurosawa mode. Like, at, at, you know, they said this is what we're inspired by. We yeah, there's historical, there's liberties taken to it, but there's also a lot of of uh, historical accuracy because they wanted it to feel like the era. They wanted it to feel real. I mean, it's still like there's mm-hmm. magic and there's all sorts of stuff, right? And like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But like the magic is cool in that like 
you have foxes take you to shrines yeah, and yeah. and all of that and um i don't know there's there's mythical stories that have been told and, yeah. and, and get powers and from stuff. that yeah. and demons and yeah. um the the article that i had read mentioned that part of what was freeing and allowed them to be so historically accurate was taking because when the mongols came to tsushima they believed that it was a hurricane that or a, a storm that stopped their progress across the island not a person um but they basically shifted him into what they called the kamikaze the 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 st- the storm that came huh. um and they used no actual historical figures so that they didn't like they didn't do what Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed does, does. Yeah. because they didn't want to be held to this person died in this year and they did this and then I only have this much time to make this happen. Yeah. Um so they were able to make a good historical fiction that yeah. I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to get back into it. You've been telling me for weeks. It's like what if you said like it's your favorite game right now, or like what were else it is right now? Yeah. I I just finished it and now I have I have so many games and I cannot pick what game to move on to next to yeah. finish or play or whatever. Um, Nina has been playing; she's still in Act One. She's like, I'm never going to finish this game because <laughs> I'm just riding around and exploring and not since... the animation is beautiful. It's such a beautiful game. Yeah. Not since uh, Breath of the Wild that I feel mm-hmm. in a game where you're just like riding. It's like, oh, is that a fox? Wait a minute. <laughs> Let mm-hmm. me get followed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that a gate? Is that, wait, wait a minute. Are those, is that, and then you just keep, is that a yellow bird? Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't get oh, to where you Oh, is that a haiku go. I got to stop to? What are those birds flying around over there for? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so, it's such a good game. It is like, yeah, I, it's, if it can hold my attention and I can finish the game, that's great. Actually, I've beaten three games in two months. I beat Horizon Zero Dawn too. Hey, <laughs> that one took you. That one took you two years. That one though. took me two years. It's three? okay. Four. Two. Two. I don't know. When did that? I don't know how long that's been. It came out in 2016 or 2017. I think it was 2016. Yeah. I think yeah. It was 2017. 2017. Okay. And then I, I can't wait. Yeah. Did, oh, it, did you check or it, you it, it came out at the same time as Breath of the, Breath Wild, of the Wild, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it came yeah, out yeah. and then like two weeks later, Breath of the Wild came out. And then yeah. I was like, now I'm going to play that. That's <laughs> why so I can't remember what year. That's what most people did. Yeah. 2017. It was beginning of early 2017. Yeah. 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 Still three years. February 2017. And then Breath of the Wild was March. Yeah. 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 I still haven't finished it. But, um, yeah, I no, have also oh, not okay. finished it, yeah. but I didn't start it until very recently, so I feel okay about that. Though I did, I I've definitely gotten to the back ends of Horizon and <laughs> pulled a classic move of mine where I go, "Ah, oh, gosh, I'm so close to the end. Better take a break," and then never play it again. <laughs> And then you forget how to do all the things. I don't know how to do any of the moves. My yep. cool moves. Luckily, uh, Jessica just, just finished I it recently yeah. on the stream. Just, I don't want it to be over. <laughs> I'm, I'm partly playing it because it was um, 
my friend who died last year, it was one of her favorite games. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna, you know, she really loved this. I have like basically inherited this game from her. I'm going to play it. And it was like really fun going through all this stuff. But then it's like, as it gets to the end of the story and as I am like, as I get towards the end of the story, I'm like, I'm going to do all the side missions and I'm going to find all of the trinkets. And it's like the closer I get to it being done, I'm like, but then it's, Done. I haven't done but any of the Frozen Wild stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I the DLC and everything. I'm like, haven't done that. And I know there's going to be another game, but I don't know. It's very sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like when I'm done, then that that'll be the end of my first experience with it. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. I haven't finished, and I've played through. I haven't finished it either. I played through twice. I and never began and got yeah. to the end, and then I'm like, <laughs> I could go to Ganon, but then I still I can't get that stupid camel, divine beast. I can't do it. Oh, I can't. The what is the, that? The, the desert wind, one, wind Ganon, thunder Ganon. It's the thunder one. I can't. That's do the Ganon. hardest one. Yeah, that is the hardest one. I cannot do it. It's hard because you don't know what to do. Once you know what to it's, do, it's like oh, it's hard because it's cheap. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I. I know what to do. Where's I can't do the surfing. I can't do the, where's Navi the when sand you need surfing her? thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me clues. Can't do it. Tell me how to do it. Tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I get, I get that completely. Whew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is there any other thoughts on on reflection and and games? I mean, well, I mean, even th- what you just mentioned, Link. It's like this game is meaningful to me for reasons that like, are related to to a friend that passed. It's like that's a different experience, right? Like you're playing the game and then you're thinking about different things while you're, while you're playing it and like taking the time to think about that. What? (laughs) For me, (laughs) for me, it's a lot of like every time I interact with, uh, the sun King Avad is just thinking, being like, yeah, no, I understand why you found him hot, Hannah, (laughs) that he's absolutely your type. Like, (laughs) I get it. I understand now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Things like that. But, right. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, that we talked last week about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And so Nina and I have started watching that together. You did. The last week. All right. Um, because she had never seen Full Metal Alchemist and I need to re. I need to do Brotherhood. I didn't realize that the episode with the Chimera was so early in the show. Ooh. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, and the little girl is named Nina. Oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. And I mentioned, I had joked about the show giving her nightmares before we watched that episode. And I didn't realize it was that episode. Um, huh. But it was, it was good. I've been... It's been good to watch that and reflect on my friend James, who was the one who forced me to watch Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, yeah. Your favorite 11, anime. 11 or 12 is my favorite anime. And he, yeah. he forced me to watch a lot of animes that were not... Uh, your favorite. <laughs> not my favorite at all. Um, and read some mangas that I was like, I, I don't need to read Chobits. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um but it would it, it's good to watch and it's giving me this like connection with him um and the other thing that i was thinking about reflection um since the fires started mm-hmm. uh i have not played animal crossing because my island is my camp oh and huh. i could not until yesterday 
Uh, I could not bring myself to do that, uh, to run around in my camp. Um, uh, I knew that it would be a good experience, even if the fire had gone through. I think it would have been good for me to to be able to have that place. Mm-hmm. But while I was worried, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do yeah. it. Yeah. So that makes sense. Then, then Ghost of Tsushima threw it in my face. <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Your brain's like, "Mm, I see that you are trying to avoid thinking about this thing. (laughs) Oh, well, ah, I'm capable of using metaphors, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the other day when we were watching, or was it last night? It was either last night or the night before we were watching Brotherhood. And there's like fighting some guys inciting like riots between people who believe in God and don't believe and believe in science. And I was like, oh my God. And Nina looks at me and she's like, it's right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. right. It's right now. This is, and I'm like, this was made several years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there are themes in the world that yeah. we follow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've, maybe yeah. I've mentioned this, but. Um, we have a show on the network that is, um, it's like one of our deep dive shows, right? It's like, it's, it is, it is, um, Woody Harris's favorite show of all time. It's Babylon five. It's a 25 year old sci-fi show. It's, it's, it, it looks dated. It's a little hard to watch, but I, it, it has been amazing. And so we're, we're watching it as a, as a show that for him was like transformational, right? Like multiple things about the show, like changed the way he views the world. And, and like, it was just super important to him. So we're going through that, like reflecting on that experience, right? Like you have to go back and revisit something to be able to, or there's two versions, right? There's, and we've talked about both. It's like, either you take, you take the time after an experience to reflect on it, but, but reflecting is like remembering. So it doesn't have to be immediately after, but you have to take the time. So we're going through it. He's not doing it alone this time. So there's there's all of this reflection, all this thinking back on things that have happened. But what's been interesting for me is like someone who has never watched the show before, but it is so relevant to now, so, so relevant. And I'm watching like other old stuff and none of it feels as relevant as this particular show. And it's interesting to see mm-hmm. your the world reflected at you in a completely different way, but yet so similar. Like the ideas are there. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this show for over a year. And over the course of that year, things in the news have been coming up. It's eerie. <laughs> how, 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 the yeah, timing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> like, how, how is this? If we would have seen this episode a year ago, it wouldn't have made sense. Like, it wouldn't have mattered the way it does now because this just happened. And it's been, it's been mm-hmm. very, uh, yeah, it's been a great experience to go back and reflect on something like that. I used to watch every episode of Doctor Who twice because that's that's probably my favorite show. And when I would watch it the first time, it was just I don't know what it is about that show, but like I was just so excited throughout the entire episode that it was like it was I just experienced it. But then I would go back and watch it a second time and actually like absorb it and think about it and and be able to to reflect on it and and yeah otherwise i wouldn't <laughs> i mean that was part of my enjoyment of it too but it was like oh like i don't even know what just happened i just felt something and so i go back watch it again so it was like a ritual to always watch every episode um twice and again like we we don't we don't take the time to think about the one show we just watched let alone 
This is why, like, do you have, do either of you, I, I don't know if you think about it in this way, but I, one thing that makes me sad about binge watching isn't so much how much harder it is to like get p- multiple people at the same time watching a show together. Like there's something about the community aspect of like, we're all waiting for the show tonight. We all watch it at the same time. Like I'm kind of past that. <laughs> right. Um, especially with like the <laughs> discord, like people are watching things at all times. Right. It, 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 it's all good. And if you have friends, like, like, yeah, let's watch uh full metal alchemist brotherhood eight years after it came out. It's cool. Let's watch it. Let's watch it now. Right. I'm watching Naruto right. now, right? Like I'm watching like 10 year old episodes and, but, but the fact that we can just watch them all in a row, like I, I worry that people, I'm not worried, but like it is, it, it's disappointing for me to think about that. Like it can lose some of the meaning. Um, I think one of the things, so everyone says that Westworld is a show that I should love hmm. and on paper, hmm. it's a show. I should love mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Nina too. Sci-fi Western. Mm-hmm. We got this mm-hmm. right. Um, but I tried to binge mm-hmm. it, and I couldn't. It's I've I've heard it is a show that you need. It's a slow that's burn. A, that's you watch a, an that's episode. Actually, you reflect and think. That's a good point. You watch an episode. You reflect and think. And I, I only watched three or four episodes, and I was like, I, I can't. I can't do this anymore that's a good point and i think i might have ruined westworld for myself that's interesting maybe i'll give it because i would chance. think about an episode of westworld throughout the week like that that's a show that's like mm-hmm. a thinking show and it's like hmm i've really yeah. enjoyed the mandalorian being a weekly show even though it's a short that's episode. not a thinking i've show enjoyed like <laughs> it's not a thinking show it's a conspiracy theory like what does that mean like what is How's that person connected to that person? What's going to happen next? It's a cliffhanger show. That's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I remember like in early Game of Thrones seasons, like you were saying, Josue is like watching episodes twice. It's like the first time just let it wash over you. And then the second time, like pay yeah. attention. Um, and And then, you know, participating in, long uh, the game of thrones yeah. <laughs> subreddit and it's like they would have like post episode reflection thread yeah. and people would you know talk about the things that they you know had noticed on second viewings or had picked up similarities from the book or you know whatever they were reflecting on similarities to other things other pieces of media um and i remember like enjoying that but i do feel like the the level of t- like personal investment in that reflection uh, was not as deep with Game of Thrones as it was with like when I was watching The Wire, where it's literally like watch an episode and sit and like chew on it like a bazooka joe it starts out hard and you gotta really chomp on it for a while before it gets soft and you can blow some bubbles with it <laughs> and it's like and it's like thinking about you know like the show itself and what what the show is saying within it but then having like that reflection time also allowed me to sort of pull out the messages it was saying about you know our broader culture yeah in in america and in media and well american media and stuff like that so it's like without having that reflection time you don't really get into the the deeper stuff or the more contextual stuff it's very much just like surface level what you see is what you get Mm -hmm. 
if you're and not you can, spending that reflection time. And you can have a show that touches on all... I'm thinking Nina and I just finished watching Orange is the New Black, right? And that show hits everything. But when you're binging it, you don't have that time to... Re- Even us watching an episode a night wasn't enough to reflect on... We just took it as a lump as a season rather than each individual episode and what that meant. And Nina picked up on, so she's, I mean, having a a comic arts degree, you learn how to read stories and and Mm -hmm. take in stories. She's like, you realize that they're reflecting on the experience of being in a prison through this other thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. Duh, that's what they're doing because they're all in yeah, a prison. I was, I, was, I was gonna say that's the thing where like, you're in it, and then it isn't until afterwards that you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, that's why this happened." It couldn't have happened in another space because they're they're in prison, or like, "Oh, wait a minute." There's a there's a whole thing where they have a chicken coop and they're outside and they're talking about isolating the chickens, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, you're right." They're talking about like isolation, and yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. Aww. I think I think there's I'm definitely so <laughs> an aspect to like the medium itself, right? Is like Orange is the New Black has always been on Netflix. It is a Netflix show. And so it's didn't do serial weekly episodes like mm-hmm. TV does. And so I feel like its relationship with binging is very different than other TV shows shows. that did actually have, you know, weekly broadcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, Even even if it was like on, you know, online broadcast, like it's like having that time in between. um, I I think the the structure of Orange is the New Black episodes um, are in in some ways like very distinct from other episodes of mm-hmm. TV because they very much encourage you to actually binge it but i do think that that you're right is like in a way i think it works for orange is the new black because it makes you sort of feel this like pressure and like lack of like having control over you know when you get pieces of information and that relates very much to like the prison experience of not having control over where and when you are. It's like mm. you you exist in someone else's under someone else's control, and so that fits in the themes of what they're saying already within the the narrative, and so it it fits. But yeah, I I do think that if you don't sort of after after the season sort of sit down and really spend that time reflecting or maybe going back and rewatching it. Um, I think it can be pretty easy to just sort of like your brain just sort of smushes it all together. And it's like, you get the main, you get the main gist of it. You got that. <laughs> you don't need to think about it anymore. On the, on the, on the like psychological learning side, part of it, like just because like watching one episode and immediately watching the next one, like it's already harder for your brain to, to, to record the information, right? And keep it. So you already like your brain's deleting stuff immediately afterwards because it didn't get the time to like that act of reflection helps you remember what just happened. So there's that, there's that one part of it. The other is, I think us here, we like, we have other people in our lives with whom we watch a lot of stuff 
or we we play and can and can share information i know mm-hmm. i love to go to the geek therapy discord and like hey i'm watching this or like people check in all of that is like it makes it a social experience which like you're taking the time to discuss what just happened with somebody and sometimes in uh in therapy it's like that's the only time that someone gets to do that right like maybe maybe your client lara was mm-hmm. like yeah i've talked to a million people about ghost of Tsushima, but maybe they didn't right maybe you were the only person who whom they were able to talk uh about with with um regarding that the end of the game and was and willing was willing to listen to what their experiences playing the game were rather than Oh my god, it looks so cool! <laughs> right, right. That's a yeah. good point. It's like, oh, like which upgrades did you get? This is the coolest part. Like, what ending did? It's like, oh no, like what did it mean to you? How did you feel when you did that? Like, were any of the haikus meaningful? What, what choice did you make? What What was that? What did yeah. that feel like when that? How happened? long did you sit there thinking yeah. about it before yeah. you did it? That's true. I mean, that's that's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. I guess yes. That, no, that's a that's a great point because the people that I reflect about on media with are you right that people like you who who do it that way right who aren't just like mm-hmm. oh did you see what she was wearing on that show right and it's like oh like no i never have that like i never remember that those conversations like she changed like we've i mean we've had moments where lara's like did you see how supergirl's sister like changed her hair she's got a new outfit and i'm like nope i did not notice that at all that's be- that's because that's what i'm paying yep, attention yep. to because alex danvers yep, yep. what yeah. happened to alex? yeah and so i don't i don't uh, pay attention to that that undercut yeah. we don't usually have uh <laughs> that's not usually the, the type of reflection we we have but yeah we do have like meaningful conversations about it because it's meaningful to us and i don't know i just like the practice of this is uh i just now i, I realized like i was like taking it for granted even even in the fact that we do do it and i think it's great but it's like i am i have you guys <laughs> other people don't have mm-hmm. people who are asking those types of questions i i try to do that with my with my um, family but it, like Link, like you said, like my dad, I'll try to watch something that my dad is watching or my mom is watching so we can connect with my dad. It's mostly like that fight was awesome. Like, oh, that was really funny. And then that's it with my mom. It's like, why do you think he did this? And why did that happen? And I did not like this at all. I'm like, why mom? And she's like, oh, because this, this, this. And I don't think that's the way you should have done it. That was a stupid thing to do. And then we go like, you know, we're talking for two hours about a one hour uh, program. I realize I get I probably get this from my mom. <laughs> That's why I am how I am. But um yeah. I mean it's it's my favorite part, right? Like the topic of reflecting on media is my favorite thing and I just love that Ghost of Tsushima hit you so hard that uh <laughs> mm-hmm. like I can't wait to play multiplayer oh. with you. <laughs> <laughs> they are adding multi- Okay, so I got so mad. I've been playing co-op games with a friend um lately. And we were both looking forward to Battletoads coming out on Xbox. All right. I was like, I was like, isn't that game garbage? And he's like, no, it's one of my, it was one of my favorite games growing up. Like, it's great. The game came out, the new game came out on his birthday. Like, we were so looking forward to it. He was so excited. It was like, what do you want to do for your birthday? I want to play Battletoads when it comes out. Let's do it. Let's do it. So when, so the game comes out, we, we download it. We're going to play. It doesn't have online co-op. It only has couch co-op. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wah, wah, and on that wah. same in that same week, Ghost of Tsushima announced that they're going to do two and four player like, like, like two player campaigns and four player raids on a super like on a it's it's a single player game. It's like a there's no why mm-hmm. that completely surprised me. And in the same week, 
Untitled Goose Game is getting two player co op, and you're telling me that a that a that a couch, um, that that Battletoads, a team based beat 'em up where you can play as three characters at a time, doesn't have online co op. Only couch. I am. Yeah. I am mm-hmm. angry. Microsoft, you messed up. It's disappointing. Very disappointing. Mm-hmm. I immediately delete it. I don't even want to play it. it doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> oh, unbelievable! 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 Yep, yep. So yeah, co-op matters to me a lot. That's very I'm I'm very happy about that. Oh, something to look forward to. Something to look yep, forward to. Yep, yep. All right. Yeah, no, this was this was great. Any any closing thoughts? Anybody else? Anything? No? No, no. Okay. No. This is this is good. Talk to us on Discord and tell us your reflections. <laughs> your haikus. Yeah. Reflect. Oh yeah, I'll post some more high. Yeah, post some of those. Yeah, yeah. And we were able to stream live again. So p- some people were asking me, like, "Oh, like, how are you? Are you streaming live? Really?" I'm like, "Yes, we we are, we've tried, <laughs> and um, I think I finally figured it out. So hopefully, we'll we'll keep doing this. So this was great. Yeah. So um, that's it for this episode of GT Radio, episode 265 on reflections. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Woo. Um, for more Geek Therapy, like Link said, check out the Geek Therapy Discord, geektherapy.com uh, slash Discord. You can comment on every single episode, including shows like Conspiracy of Light, the Babylon 5 show I mentioned, or our brand new Deep Impact, co-hosted by our very own Link Keller. Our, uh-huh. um, <laughs> are you done with Final Fantasy? The Final Fantasy 7? Um, we are not. We are working our way through... Uh, dirge of Cerberus mm-hmm. right now and um, I think Nate is also going to do some investigation into the other uh, side games and the light like the, the mobile game yeah, and the yeah, comics okay. yeah the light okay. novels and stuff cool. all that stuff cool, cool. yeah that could go on for a while <laughs> before you get to, to Silent Hill and other stuff um, yeah. <laughs> yeah well we'll we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes yeah, yeah. We're sort of we're still feeling yeah, our way around yeah. it, but yeah. So I mean, you can find all shows on the network at network.geektherapy.com. Comment on all of them at forum.geektherapy.com, and for just geek therapy in general, go to geektherapy.com. Thank you for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. We'll be back next week. This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.